1: This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast.
3: Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast.
4: This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're
2: listening to ZombieCast.
1: Sarah
5: Wayne Callies, and
0: you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to a too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Alright. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 271, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Ted. And thank you, Zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies in the chat, mingle with us here on the shows. We love doing this live with the chatters. Uh, if you want to hear us live you cannot join us live on all devices, Amazon Echo, gaming consoles, new car, stereos, digitally... Everywhere Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch everywhere. You can listen to ZombieCast globally. Yeah, maybe maybe Switch isn't powerful enough for ZombieCast, but uh, (laughs) you simply add the TuneIn app to all devices. This show is in 4K. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, but 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 you download the TuneIn app. You can listen to ZombieCast. You add all games radio, and for me, I use TuneIn all the time for all my local stations because like the local rock station morning shows. If i got to go use the bathroom, you can hit pause on live FM radio. Yes, yeah, so everybody should get to tune in. What, have, year, have is, what year is it? The future, the, future is now. Now. the future is now. What is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> guys, the, can, fu- guys the future. It happened. <laughs> and you, you listen to the past. It's all good. Tune in, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. Uh, but simply, uh, like I say, get the tuning app at All Games Radio. You can't chat, but you can hear us live. Uh, we do want to remind you guys to go to zombieresearchsociety.com which is the official radio show and only of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles and zombie cast and podcast forums over there on the front page so you can listen to us while you're uh, browsing all the news, new, 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 news stories uh, over the there. fake news stories. Yeah, all the fake news stories That's over there at the society. Uh, we do want to so thank Mr. The Late George Romero, the leader over there, Mr. Uh, Matt Moak, Zambathon, Dave Marks, all those guys over there. You know, they got doctors and lawyers and, when and I heard uh, when, I, when I heard Jordan Romero
2: passed away, I was praying it would be fake news. Sadly, yeah. it wasn't. Jim Leahy was. passed
0: away today, guys. Yeah. Park, boys. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. That's needy yep. night. Yep. Yep,
3: but, yep, Why are you on
0: social <laughs> media? <laughs> Hold on, go to Facebook, search at Zombiecast. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like our page over there and over on the Twitters. Follow at Zombicast World. Click the banner up top and follow each individual, one of our hosts. And yeah, man, Trailer Park Boys, he died, man. He died. I know. That's <laughs> a Canadian show, right? Is that uh, our Canadian show? Trailer Park Boys suite? is,
4: but it's on Netflix. It's a hugely popular show. Trailer Park Boys, Ricky. Now, is, is this
2: Canadian? Is this the one that had Kevin McDonald on it?
4: Uh, no, it's Kids in the Hall. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you said Canadian. No, it's you it's like a Canadian a, show, I assume it's Kids it's in the like, Hall. It's like a part improv. It's you know, it's about the guys who live in the trailer park. Bubbles. Oh,
2: this is the one where Rick Moranis is drinking yeah. all the booze. Yeah, Rick Matt, Moranis. what are you talking?
4: About? Oh man I gotta get. Up you're, up on. Tro- you're trolling me,
0: strange right? Strange brew, strange oh. brew. That's you hoser, it. you hoser. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, get, you know, what? even though we're the leader of the CRS, the Canadian Research Society, I, I gotta get up on my Canadian lingo. Yeah, but I have seen Trailer Park Boys. I know what you're talking about. I kid you, Matt. I can't.
2: Yeah. I didn't know they had trailer parks in Canada. I thought that was a South America. I mean, I mean, a southern, um, southern North America thing. Yeah, it, they have
0: igloos up there.
4: <laughs> the trailer
0: igloos.
2: Shouldn't it be called Igloo Boys? Hey guys, yeah. I, I, yeah. I had a I had a Canadian joke that I'm going to tell again because it needs more uh funny.
0: All right, tell us. Yeah, yeah Canadian
2: Canadian Canadian wiener is so big that when Matt jacks it, they call it lumberjacking.
4: Oh my god.
2: It's a joke. There's no drum effect. funny. <laughs> it's funny. That, that it's funny. Awesome. When, funny. Matt, when Matt pees off his back deck, he has to keep an eye out for woodpeckers.
0: I heard a joke. Wait, it's one funny. more before we Is
4: that your shtick you just yell at the audience afterwards?
0: I tell it's them funny. That it, Yes, it's, it's funny. funny. I'm well, like, I'm well, like my, mine's better. Dad. Dad, I, I have one joke before we introduce our guest. All right. There's a magic mountain, right? You can ask,
2: you can ask your guest if that's funny, because he's a he's a he's a TV producer.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's
1: yeah. hilariously funny. Right.
0: It Yay. could not be funnier. <laughs> Don't pile on
1: this. Don't pile on
0: this. Well, well, Craig, what about let me tell mom before we introduce you. All right. You got magic. Mountain, that right?
2: one's funny, buddy. You you fit that into uh, you fit that into your show. You get that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get that Bill Mosley or someone to say it.
0: Well, you get a Canadian, a Polak, and an American sitting on a mountain, right? And and the American pushes the Canadian off. No. No last Come on, guys. But that's that's. I know the mine joke. was better. That's the well, joke. That was a joke. I didn't it? get it. I didn't get it, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Guys, we have a great show tonight. <laughs> We do uh-huh. have a great show tonight, and uh, you know, you know what? There's not much Canada talk this week. Yeah, you know, the snows are coming, so we'll get into that.
2: Matt, I love his brother. A, you can buy a ticket to Sean and I's stand-up comedy Las Vegas routine. Uh, more yeah. details coming soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, we have a, an awesome guest tonight, and it's somebody that, that we, we have a lot of respect for. Somebody that has given us their time. Uh, you know, for the last you know for, for every season that they've come out, you know, we, we met them. Uh, i recently done a panel with with all the cast members, and, and you know what? They're all just great people, but whenever you have the co-creator of a show from the Sci-Fi Channel to come up and say, you know what, guys? I'll give you my time, and, and I know his schedule is very busy, but you know, last year he did it, the year before he did it, and you know what? He came tonight to be here with ZombieCast, and Mr. Craig Engler, co-creator Woo! for Nice to be back. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited
1: to talk to all the zombie fans.
2: And I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry that your intro to the show had to be Matt telling those awful jokes.
1: That's you know? okay. You know, I, the the intro was crazy though. That intro you guys have for the show is insane. Yeah, all those people. Yeah,
0: it's,
4: it's, it's also like ten
2: minutes long. But yeah,
1: yeah. I <laughs> felt like I watched an episode of TV. It was great. It was like
2: oh, George
0: Romero, Greg <laughs> we, we, Romero. Uh, we, it's we, like the
2: we pride our intro ass. on being longer than Game of Thrones is <laughs> intro. Yeah.
0: Right. But to, to be fair, we, we, you know about ratings and stuff, right? I mean, you're, you're, in, the, you're in the TV industry. Yeah? Sure, yeah. All that stuff. Well, I, yeah, I bought podcasting for dummies when when I wanted to start this radio show before we got picked up by the the creator of G4 TV and, and all that stuff. And, and the golden rule to podcasting was you win or lose a listener in the first 20 seconds. So I try to suck them in with some <laughs> celebrity stuff up, in that first 20 seconds. But uh, it's, it seems to work. But, but Craig, man, you, you know what? Z Nation is freaking amazing, and and we, I always praise it. And, and and you know what? I I feel like I don't praise it enough. Uh, you guys always bring it to the table. But here we are at season four, man. You yeah, season been, four. Right? Who would have thought? Yeah, man, that is. Uh, you, you know, whenever you started this out, did 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 you have any ideas? You know, this this deep into the season or uh, or or imagine that you would be in your fourth season now or i mean i mean how how do you feel man well you you know it's
1: interesting because i worked at the network for a long time and i i know how many shows we worked on that didn't go four seasons and i know how many we did and you know more shows get canceled than don't so
5: right
1: you know even when you have a good show sometimes it doesn't find the audience so i was Mm -hmm. fully prepared to be one season and out uh and then we did really well and we got two seasons and then when you go two seasons you kind of feel like you can do three, four, five, you know what I mean? Like, cause you know, if you get enough yeah. momentum in two, so we're, we've been very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the kind of thing where you, you don't expect it, but you hope for it. And right. it's all due to people like liking the show, viewers watching, telling each other about it, you know, guys like you promoting it, you know, it's all down to you guys
0: promoting and watching it. So thank you. Right on, man. Yeah. Yeah. And right on, you know, it, it's, uh, one thing that I do want to ask and I always ask this question, are you guys do you guys still just film 100% in in, in Washington?
1: Yeah, we shoot in Spokane primarily. Last year we shot um, uh, a few episodes uh, outside of Seattle, but primarily we shoot in, in Spokane, Washington. I think maybe we went to Idaho. Spokane's right on the border of Idaho. I think maybe that we were in Idaho for an episode if I remember correctly, but I 99.9% in Spokane.
0: Right, right. And, and, and the reason that I asked, man, is I, I, I've got to visit Spokane, man. It, <laughs> the, the scenery is so beautiful in every way. You know, I mean, it's you you would think that you guys traveled to, to you know, six different continents, you know, capturing Z Nation, but it, it, it still blows my mind that it's all from Spokane, Washington.
1: It, it never ceases to amaze me. I mean, I still remember in season one, I wrote an episode that was like in the wheat fields of Kansas. And I was like, I have no idea we're going to get the wheat fields of Kansas. And then like, Five minutes later, somebody sent me a photo. It was like, oh, would this work? And there was a wheat field that looked amazing, you know, and that was the – we shot out there, and, and it was great. And and I felt like when we were on set,
2: I'm like, I feel like I'm in the middle of Kansas. I know. Did oh, you have right? any and viewers on, Did you have any viewers on social media that were like, look, I'm pretty sure those aren't actual Kansas wheat fields. I know a Kansas wheat field.
1: You know, we don't get the wheat field, but people do notice the trees. You know, so when we say – Oh, we're in upstate New York, and the trees are nothing like you would find in upstate New York. You know, it was like when the X Files would constantly shoot in the redwoods. You know, and you'd be like, "Oh, they're in the woods of you know wherever," and it's like, "Yeah, that's probably not what that looks like."
2: Isn't, well, that, how isn't that a oh, Well, that's a kind of a Walking Dead issue where they they move from rural Georgia to Alexandria, but they still film in the exact place. So it's kind of like. Well, now we're in Alexandria. It's like oh, it I know, awful, yeah. It looks an awful lot like the woods of Georgia that we've been in for five seasons, but no, 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 no. It's Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah, days. you
1: know, they don't have a lot of looks in there, you know. I think that, <laughs> you know, that that does after, you know, 5 6 seasons whatever they're going. What season are they in now? 8 or something? Oh, it's
2: yeah. 8 starting next so, yeah. week. With-
1: so, you know, after 8 years of being in the same place, like it, it and unfortunately, and this is the same thing that happens to every show. You know, unfortunately, it all starts to seem a little similar. So, um, but they've been able to mix it up, you know, they had all those different locations and stuff. They do a good job.
4: Well, yeah, I remember yeah. we we visited Woodbury and I remember we got to the point where we had to turn off and it's like it looked exactly like the forest from Walking Dead. We've seen it so many times.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was just like, iconic.
4: This is, like, this is definitely on the right track. There
2: was a stretch of road with trees on each side and little like little hill thingies and were like, yeah, this is that this, they've driven down this road. They just do it in different directions over and over again and say, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, now we're here and now we're there.
1: Well, for me, it was the railroad tracks, and they're endlessly walking down the railroad tracks. I'm yeah. like, guys, that looks like the exact same stretch of
2: railroad track you've been on for like Cause it, episodes. Because it was, because we've, we've, yeah. we've stood on those railroad tracks, and yeah, it was the same railroad yeah. track. But, yeah, over I mean, we and we over the and same over.
1: Thing, uh, we had the same thing in, a, in an episode uh, I wrote for the season that you'll see it's episode 12 but we were in an interior location and we needed hallways and we were in a spot and we're like, can we shoot this hallway again? And we, you know, we looked, we shot it one way the first time, you know, (laughs) we shoot it the other way and we light it and we move stuff around. So I think everybody runs into that eventually, especially when you're on location a lot, because you can't move, you can't just go anywhere. You know, you're, you're generally confined in a certain area because of the tax credits and stuff like that. And just the sheer, um, uh, logistics of moving what they call company move which is packing up every single thing and moving it somewhere else so a lot of times you know you want to establish a base camp and be there for a while well right. that's,
4: that's actually it leads me to question in the new season where is that safe haven located it looks like a campus like an, a university campus or Zona, Zona is in it's Zona, a museum yeah,
1: yeah zone it's, in a, in a, okay. yeah, it's a museum okay it's a great museum they we actually did this super cool thing um The uh, we built the sets in the museum, and people there was a Z Nation exhibit in this museum, and then you can actually come and watch us film uh, on certain days if you wanted. That's awesome,
0: man! We we
1: filmed everywhere. We actually had a green screen set up in their um, in their parking garage, so we'd shoot a lot of anything we needed on green screen. We'd go down and shoot in their parking garage, which you know it sounds like the most unglamorous. It's fun, but it's you know TV can be super unglamorous at times. So it's like, what are you doing filming in a
0: parking garage? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well I, i've got some real kind of stuff that i was really curious about it, but but first i want to say you know I, I was honored uh you know last season uh when the season ended in december it ended on a friday and i actually got to host the guys that saturday at walker stalker in charlotte oh awesome. and you know and, and, and it was such a good finale for season three you know honestly you're like did did, did everyone die i mean you don't you honestly didn't know you know the skies were red and the the, the bullets were penetrating and you know and, <laughs> yeah. and I really could talk to them about it but but they were really nice uh, backstage I me man. I mean really genuine guys one thing that, that I did notice was you know I'm really short to you know Doc's tall he's uh, oh, yeah. you know, tall I mean they're they're all and uh, I think it was Cassandra uh, my mind's blank the the first blend that Murphy did oh
1: yeah Cassandra. <laughs> Pe say, to say uh, is her name
0: yeah 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 but uh, but she was there yeah and, and I was about her height but, uh, but yeah was, yeah 10K was there also but re- really genuine guys but but you know I, I when season three ended Craig I was like you know ha, you know did everybody you know uh, of course no not everybody died but but the way that it ended you know, was a really huge cliffhanger mm-hmm. and I, you know and all during the off season, I'm like, you know, can they go this way or, or can they go that way? But my question is, the way that you guys started season four was it like a two year time hop, uh, to and, and it almost cleans your slate a little bit. But, but did you guys know that in the wrap of, of the finale for season three, did you know that, that like there was going to be a time hop and a little bit of a clean slate for you guys, or, or did, was that in the off season afterwards, where you're like, you know what, let's 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 start with
1: that's that's a great question that that i don't remember
0: off the top
2: of my
1: head i think um so carl's i'm pretty sure it was carl's idea that we did the two-year and i can't remember if he had that in mind or not um we knew there was there was going to be some kind of slate clean slate thing I, i honestly cannot remember at this point if he was saying at the end of season three that we might do that or not i I, I don't have a recollection of that, so maybe that's my answer <laughs> I don't know.
0: but it, it, it was it really nice, nice. Yeah. You, you know because like like you know, murphy's kind of, yeah. yeah but yeah. like Murphy's been kind of purified you know and, and you know the way that you did you know the doc and ten k and Addie and all and all them are, are kind of and Lucy are all still all out mm-hmm. and about but but the way that you did it, I thought was awesome mm-hmm. Uh I I like the
1: fact that what happens is is basically like um, Murphy and Warren think everybody, you know, like like it's almost worse than us not knowing is mm -hmm. them knowing the wrong thing. Like we know they're all alive, Mm -hmm. but but Murphy and Warren don't. And I think that's a really interesting dynamic to set up for their characters. And then they find out. And then, of course, Murphy finds out his daughter is still alive. And, you know, that brings up a lot of stuff for him immediately. Um, and of course he's not blue anymore and he doesn't have his zombie powers. So, you know, the whole, the whole game has changed for him. Yeah. And he had just two years of kind of comparative luxury, whereas Warren was just in a coma. So, you know, she just wakes up and she's like, Oh, Whoa, this didn't end as well as I thought it would. Uh, you know, and and Murphy's been enjoying himself the whole time almost. So it's, it's, I thought it was really interesting for the characters. Yeah.
0: He's funny. He's he's walking around like the, the King of the Walk. Yeah. They, um, one thing I was wanting to ask was, my mind just went freaking blank. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, hold on. You didn't <laughs> ask a different question? No, 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 there was a specific question that I was going to ask. <laughs> and it, it was about Zona and Murphy. But, but you know, in episode two, we started to see a change with uh, with the vaccine. Sure. Yeah. And, 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 dude, that was awesome. Because, you know, whenever th- th- there's a gentleman driving a car, you know, with the hot chick, dude, I, dude, I love the comedy aspect that you guys do, you know, but because, you know, just being a guy in general, that's the way it would be. You know, you got this zona place, you know, where everybody's safe and, you know, life is good. And, you know, all these, you know, washed up banker businessmen with big bellies, you know, with all these hot chicks and stuff. <laughs> But, but you know, it really blew my mind when I was watching it, and, and the accident happened. And you know, they're sitting there looking at the body, and I was like, "What in the world are they doing?" Mm. And, and, and you know, little cliff, little curves like that is just amazing. Is that like a group effort? Like, like because who would think that that you know they're in this perfect place, and all of a sudden you see humans eating a dead body. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I think um, – so what happens is we get in a room, right? We're in the writer's room, and there's there's probably about 10 people in that room at this point. We have a lot of writer-directors, a lot of writer-producers, and we talk about stuff. I think Carl, again, had a pretty strong vision. Carl's Zona was Carl's idea from the beginning, hmm. uh, and I think Carl had a pretty strong vision in mind. And then he kind of tells us, hey, you know, I've got this place where there's this thing, and then we talk about what would happen there, what would happen if it started to deteriorate, you know, and what are those moments – um, that feels like a very Carl. I know exactly. You know, obviously, the the moment you're talking about is kind of hilarious, where they're all staring at this dead body and then they just, you know, devour it. Um, I don't recollect who did that, but that feels like a very Carl moment to me. So I'm going right. to say that Carl must have had that one in mind too. But maybe not. We throw a lot of, you throw a lot of ideas around in the writers' room, and sometimes um, you throw an idea out. And no one doesn't really resonate with anyone. And then the idea comes back up like the next day or a couple hours later, maybe even someone else brings it up. And then we like it again or there's a different version. Oh, you know, we were going to do everything and it was going to be up. But now, oh, what if we did it sideways and down, you know? And so it's just kind of a uh, it's like an ongoing three month long conference talking about story and ideas and stuff like that. So it really gets lost a lot of times, at least on me. I don't know if everyone else has a perfect memory who came up with what you know sometimes i'll look at a script and carl always takes a final pass at all the scripts and right. sometimes it's a very heavy pass and sometimes it's a lighter pass but i you know remember like i'll watch an episode and i was like oh that was really funny that must have been carl's joke and then i happen to go back and look at the script like oh no oh, i actually wrote that i just totally <laughs> yeah. had no recollection of it <laughs> yeah yeah or so you're like yeah. oh i wrote that that is i'm awesome
4: oh i didn't write that
1: <laughs> so are, are
4: you now getting to a point then where you're planning seasons in advance uh, yeah you have the momentum, and you, you kind of have the knowledge that you know we're, we're gonna last. Are you planning a couple seasons they're not
1: they're not planned out just because the the it it's a labor intensive thing to plan out an entire season It takes us months right. to do it, but I think the general gist of the stuff we know, you know, like I think um are you making decisions knew... based on lasting basically yeah, yeah, I mean to some extent, right? so you make decisions based on two things, right kind of like what if we get another season and what if we don't, right? Because it's TV and all shows eventually get canceled. Um, you know, so I think this season, I can't remember if um, we were kind of looking at the ending like, let's just say we got canceled. Would that ending be an okay thing? You know, so you kind of have to look <laughs> right. at it. Most of the time, you really can't do that, though. You can't serve two masters with that kind of thing. So you just kind of.
2: Well, like kinda go every with it. season, you kind of have to plan, like, Every season kind of has to lead towards something that could potentially be a f- f- finale, but it or, well, or not could or could not. Last season you was, know, a cliffhanger,
1: right? that yeah, was a cliffhanger, right? Yeah, that was a cliffhanger. So there's two, there's there's a couple schools of thought as as shows get older, in you know they face the 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 possibility of cancellation, right? Any show that goes into four seasons is probably other than The Walking Dead, which is the most successful. Uh, TV show in the oh, history season, of Basic Cable. Oh right? here we come. Yeah. yeah, they got a plan for like season 46. I think you start, you have it in your mind, but there's there's a couple schools of thought. One school is, I'm, I'm not going to pay that any mind because I've got to make the best show possible and I don't have to worry about wrapping up. Um, sometimes the network will say, yeah, you know, you might want to do an ending that could go either way. You know, it just it kind <laughs> yeah. of happens. And then I, I've, you know, there were shows on sci fi where they knew their ending and they deliberately chose cliffhangers because they wanted to um, have the fan base active and be able to bring the show back in I some think other form. I know form. exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> Whether that's a movie or another series <laughs> or Dark whatever. Matter. They
4: canceled so, Dark yeah. Matter. It's one of my favorite shows.
1: Oh. Uh, you know, it's not Dark Matter specifically, but there's there's been other shows where they sort of deliberately uh, and done cliffhangers. Right. So, you know, it's it's a
0: choice. Yeah, you know, well one one thing that that I gotta say that my kids miss and, and we were talking about this during season four was you know, both of my boys are fans of ten K. And, and the you know, I I guess it's it's changed, you know, just just like like the time jumping off. But the Japanimation hair that he had with the goggles <laughs> and the spiked hair. I mean they, you know, and, and and now you know his hair's kind of shorter and all, but, but they're like, Man, hopefully he gets that hair back. Do they really you know 10k's appearance you know you know, back in season three I know which you know he was kind of a different kind of character a lot through that you know hunting you know you know with with his love story and all that you know love story and then you know hunting you know but dude they love the hair i one thing i to ask you what was you guys have some pretty iconic people that come to the show and you know i know that i don't know if it's the casting or if it's like a part of you guys a fan of horror and stuff but like this season you guys you know Henry Rollins is on there or has been on there and then you know Michael Berryman Mm -hmm. uh, which was the leader of Zona you know it yeah. is on here and michael berryman is such a huge iconic person and i messaged him last night about coming on zombie cast in the in the coming weeks and he actually responded to me but ted pointed out that you know he was in he was the the principal in smoking in the boys room video with Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah that's right that's i mean hilarious. that's one, that's one of the well mainly we we all know him from weird science but me i was a huge motley crew fan when i was a kid so to me he was the smoker in the boys room principal as well so, you know, I just pointed out to Sean. Yeah, that's a little thing people forget.
0: Well, like for me, it was the Hills Have Eyes, you know, just going to the VHS <coughs> movie store and always seeing, you know, Michael and on, on, yeah. on, on the box. But, but, but like him being like a fingerprint seal for horror movies. I mean, did it, it, did you guys sit out to get him or is that just like you maybe you had a role? Any audition for it or? Went, uh, it you know, I don't actually
1: from- know how Michael got on. A lot of times it's because we know them or we want them like or somebody's worked with them in the past. Um, I did specifically ask about Henry Rollins because I'm like, how do we get Henry Rollins? Because one of our um, uh, one of our writer producer and co executive yeah. producer, a guy named Dan Merchant, is also has been a DJ on radio, and I'm like, oh well, like he must have known Henry, um, you know, and I asked him on. I said, Dan, did you get him on? And he said, no, he actually just auditioned for the role. So, oh. um, you know, sometimes people come on, but I think like, um, oh my god, I'm trying to remember who some of the guests the past guest cast are but all the, uh, carl knows a lot of people from his days on Erie, indiana and dead zone oh, and all that cool. so you know we'll bring in people or some of the other writer producers know people that we want to bring in for specific stuff uh, usually i don't know how anyone in particular made it on unless you know we happen to talk about it or whatever because hmm. i'm not terribly involved in the guest right. casting um right so it just depends but a lot of times it's like somebody we know or somebody who's expressed interest in the show or somebody one of the actors knows that we could get on the show you know so and it's always like will they fit the role and and all that kind of stuff so
0: like what was it what was the spanish what was the name of the 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 latino biker gang and sons of anarchy because he was on there
1: emilio emilio yeah emilio rivera yeah emilio was great um and they were that was the Mayans, and they're doing the spinoff that he's involved yeah. in. They're doing the the Mayans spinoff. Uh, yeah, Amelia was great.
0: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: But but you she know had, we had Gina Gershon. Uh, yeah, we had the guy. I am totally blanking on his name. Who uh, was the lead of the Dead Zone, which Carl was the showrunner on for a while. Um, Anthony, Anthony Michael, Hall. Michael
5: Hall. Yeah, he
1: was in for a for an episode, and that's, yeah. that's certainly because Carl knew him. You know, so stuff like that. So it really depends. You know, like who's right for the role? Who do we know? Um, who tries it out?
0: Who? Who? What's Chop Top's name? Ted? Uh, Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On Bill Mosley. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but 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 you know, this is kind of a not really a personal question, but you know, like. I've always been a huge fan of Henry Rollins, and like my cousin, I wasn't able to go like to went to one of those poetic readings, uh, which he was on tour for doing. Sure, this. yeah, Any, I went to one it, a long time ago. Any time you see Henry Rollins, I mean, he, he, you learn. You just listen and learn. Oh, yeah, but but if you had just a chance just to chat with him, I mean, it, I, he just seems I like I the most honest. Person. I was
1: not upset when he was around. Unfortunately, uh, I'm unfortunately. a huge Henry fan. Like I went to his spoken word tour. Um, and I still remember one of the funniest things he said was everybody there was so excited they were standing up. And he was like, uh, guys, I talk a lot, so you better sit down. You know, you're going to be involved. And nobody would sit down. and He goes, I'm serious. If you guys don't sit down, I'm just going to take out a phone book and start reading from it, which I thought was hilarious. And he was going to do it. And then finally everybody sat down. But I did not unfortunately get a chance to meet uh, Henry. Probably the most famous guest cast um, that uh, I was there for was when we had George R. R. Martin as a guest zombie because I know George oh, wow. a little bit from before uh, he wrote even wrote Game of Thrones and then he's um, a writing part occasional writing partner with one of the writers on our show Michael Cassett and we knew he was going to be in Spokane and he likes the show so we're like dude you got to come on and be a zombie and he was very gracious and gave us a whole day of his time to be a guest zombie which uh, we, episode was that. That, that was, was a collector episode. So he was okay. a he played a uh, there was a collector who um, collected sort of um, mm. sort of famous zombies or weird zombies, and he had the zombie yeah. of George R. R. Martin chained to a desk. And if you threw George a copy of the book, <laughs> uh, he would sign it just out of memory, you know, out of muscle memory, he would sign That's it. So we had <laughs> George awesome. R. Martin, and then his his two real life um, assistants were zombie assistants in the, in the show as well. They were great. That's really cool. It's funny. We shot that. Uh, that was shot with second unit. Dan Merchant uh, shot that. And you have never seen so many people show up for a second unit shoot on Z Nation as you did when George R. Martin was there, including <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> so. Right, right, right. I, I can only imagine. You know, it, you know sometimes you, you guys get intense, and and a lot of times it's comedy. But I got to say here on season four, the scene to where they were, they were trying to snipe each other and they were kind of camping out 10K – uh, against the 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 militia military people, and then you know Addy got up there, dude. I really I really thought we was going to see a character die.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, that was tense. We and, talked and, about it in different ways, you know.
0: So you know, and, and you know, it seems like you guys are pretty solid on on the main cast now of Z Nation, but how hard? And, and you know, we we haven't seen the rest of season four, but it's it's that's got to be hard now. You know, being that it's. Been a while since one of the main, main, main people you know have left the show. So, well, uh,
1: a lot of it has to do with the can story they, can they feel and where safe, the story
0: maybe? is going.
1: <laughs> well, I would never feel safe in a zombie show, but um, you know, it kind of depends where the story takes you. So, sometimes the story takes you in a in a you know darker, more dangerous way, and then sometimes you know the characters are doing other things. You know, like obviously, you know, Murphy has been in no danger for the two years that we haven't seen him because he's basically been in a country club uh so you know it it just kind of it's a lot of it's story driven um i wouldn't say that anyone is safe or unsafe i mean we don't sit around going who do we kill who do we kill uh we sit around saying well where's the story going and what does that mean for the characters you know and um you know we've lost a lot of people but there's the whole world has lost a lot of people in, in in xena there are just fewer people and the people who are left alive tend to be the tougher ones so right um,
0: well, you, you, you guys are the ones that killed the main character in the first episode of the series.
1: <laughs> yeah, we killed we killed who you thought was going to be the main character in episode one, and then we killed the actual main character in season in episode six. So we yeah. and that was all planned out from from the beginning, um, because we wanted to establish that it was a dangerous world that we were living in. So that was all that was all premeditated.
0: Right, right. You know, one thing about Z Nation, I gotta say, is is I've never seen a filler episode, and I always praise you guys for that. And always from beginning to end, it's always solid, Craig. I mean, there's never a dull moment. You're always, you know, it's almost like watching, like, like Star Trek or or something good. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, even though people are just talking, it's very interesting. You know, I never lose the attention of what's going on i want to know what murphy's saying i want to know what addie's saying and where they're going and lucy and this and that but uh, you guys put in 110 percent every episode i i mean how, how do you keep up the, i mean it's almost like you guys hired disney to, uh, <laughs> well, to do your writing because it's done really a, well a- i mean there's never a dull moment
1: that's a great compliment i think uh, you know there's a huge team that works on z nation from all the writers to the producers to the cast and crew everybody gives it 110 percent. it is very much a labor of love and i think we benefit from two things one you know we do only do 13 episodes so that's you know if you're doing network tv where you had 22 episodes that gets a little you know hard to uh focus all the episodes but i think you know The writers are always super enthusiastic. There's always new ideas. There's always more ideas we have than we can fit into a season. Um, And then there's always great character moments because, you know, I think the the show has done a very good job of developing the characters and so that they can have very realistic relationships with one another. And, you know, your relationships in real life go up and down. Sometimes you're, you know, you're having a great relationship with somebody and sometimes you're not. And then you come around or you don't or whatever. Yeah, Matt, you and I, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, one of the things um, is, I think this is—jeez, I can't remember. I think this is in season one. Um, one of the things I was really interested in doing is having somebody who just basically kind of quit the apocalypse. Just was like, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's when Addie met that um, the group of all women survivors and you know i was like you know what if if we were in a group like i was just sort of you know in the in the writer's room talking about i'm like if we were in a group i bet somebody would just give up and do something else and be like you know what i can't go on but then mac was hurt right mac is her lover and her partner and he's like i don't understand so then he won't leave her so that's how those things you know like i think to me that's the best storytelling because sure you know it's set in a zombie apocalypse and there's a a camp of all women survivors and all that. But it's also about, like, what would people kind of do? Like, what are the emotional choices they make? And then what are the ramifications those choices have on other people? You know, so you see, like, Murphy's daughter is very upset with Murphy this season when they reunite, because she's essentially been abandoned, and she's also only five, right? (laughs) Right. She's, She's actually only five years old. But, you know, like, I love that. Like, you know, that's what that person would be feeling. It wouldn't just be like, oh, thank God you're here. It'd be like, oh why did you abandon me? Why, you know, so I think that's something that helps us in our storytelling is that we have a lot of that stuff going on with the characters so that they can always, um, have really cool relationships or horrible relationships that are interesting to watch anyway. That was one of my favorite episodes
4: actually with, uh, with Mac where there were just, it was kind of like a groundhog day. He kept waking up and going through the same reality. Yeah. were at awareness. Yeah. That, that was such a trippy episode. And that's what I like about the show is that
1: there are episodes like that where they, there are head trips going on. Yeah, that was, that's kind around. of our version of what they call a bottle show is basically, right. uh, you know, it's limited cast and limited sets. And it was like, how do, you, how do you do something that's really good? And, you know, can you come up with an idea that's worth doing? I always say that I, I want to do an episode with two people in a cave one time because I, I feel like I could make that work. But yeah, Save a lot of money. Know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, one thing that I always think about whenever I watch zombie stuff is the rules to zombies craig you know there's there's like like the Romero rules and stuff sure yeah and it, and it seems like a lot of people follow those rules but it seems like you guys have understood that, it, that it's, oh, it's okay to change the rules a little bit like like with murphy and ju- just the, the whole generalization of the zombies but i i'm kind of curious about maybe sure they were they were kind of playing it was like table tennis with the zombie where he got shot in the guy got shot. Oh, in sure, the yeah, head yeah, yeah. And yeah. came and back. The and, thing,
1: yeah.
0: In, in the sniper in the sniper scene, and you know, and he was running, you know, towards Addy, and and she would shoot him. and He would turn around and run to the, you know, and it was kind of like back and forth with a zombie. But he did take a headshot, right? Oh yeah. That's the Just that's the that's
1: the thing in season four is so in our in our show, right, the zombies evolved. We actually started out following George Romero's rules. We had a big debate in the writer's room, we had a big document that was written up, the network signed off on and all this kind of stuff. And we said we're gonna start out with the Romero rules and then we're gonna evolve and we're gonna have different right. types of zombies because the idea is that this, this virus is constantly mutating. You know, just like, you know, viruses come up out of nowhere that you've never heard of and then go away or mutate and stuff. And so, you know, we're going to have different types of zombies. That was sort of built into the initial premise is that we'd start out with the same slate that everybody else has. With the, with the main exception is our zombies have always been starting out fast zombies when they're first turned and then as they grow mm. old and sort of, you know uh, – uh, get less moist <laughs> they slow down they start
2: to dry you know. out a little
1: exactly <laughs> so you have like you know fast zombies slow zombies you have a big mix and, and now we've we've moved into um zombies that you can't kill they're uh, unkillable they're essentially yeah. unkillable with headshots so that's that's a right. big issue for the
0: for the characters in season four and see, I could, be on, I could be a zombie on your show because I have a, a little belly. <laughs> and you guys have some chubby zombies, some skinny zombies, some white zombies, and black zombies. And you have zombies of all natures. But Zombathon in our chat, we have a live chat over here uh, at the All Games Radio Network. And some people said that I need to get my hands on the Z Nation comics. And Mr. Zombathon, which is the director of the Zombie Research Society, said, I think Craig and Fred are the main writers for that comic series. So is that right, Craig? Are you a part yep. of the yep. series?
1: Yeah, we do a comic uh, called Zenatian's Sea of Death with uh, Dynamite Comics. Uh, there's six issues. It's a six issue miniseries. It's uh, written by Fred Van Lente, a very well known comic book writer. He actually wrote the comic uh, Cowboys vs. Alien that was turned into uh, a big oh, cool. budget movie. The comic was better than the movie. Uh, <laughs> and he and I wrote, uh, with the involvement of the studio and the showrunner and the network, we wrote basically kind of a sp- spin off prequel where. Uh, Garnett, you see Garnett alive, Uh, so thank you, Tom Everett Scott, for uh, reprising your role in a comic book. Uh, He sends a different group of people on a different mission, and they end up uh, coming across a cruise ship where basically the captain, this guy assumed control of the cruise ship and put it out to sea to survive the zombie apocalypse. And now he comes back in periodically for supplies. And uh, there, our our new team goes out on a mission to get Soylent Z, which is like a food substitute, Mm -hmm. uh, which they found is in a warehouse in Galveston, Texas. And they go to get it, only to realize this captain of the ship has been has taken it on board. And so then they have to uh, stow away in the ship and go out to sea. And uh, uh, no, I'll give you a spoiler because it's a great one. We actually, you know, we we can do things in the comic that we can't do in the show, including having a zombie whale. I'm pretty nice. sure this is the first <laughs> zombie whale in the history of the zombie genre, but I'm not sure. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, it's I'm pretty crazy. My hands on these. Yeah, there's six issues. I think the last one is,
0: is out now
1: or coming out in a couple weeks, and then there's going to be a trade paperback that has all six of them.
0: Mm. Okay, so there will be a trade, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Good, 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 good. So it, is it – TV action movie or comic series, which is uh, or it, it, which is the best? Which you ever can you say?
1: What do you mean of there's between the show and the comic? Oh, the shows the shows you know it was created to be a show, so the idea of animation right. was always a show. I think the comic is great because it's kind of like a TV mini series, right? And we sort of wrote it like a TV mini series with an unlimited budget. So,
0: are there some of the same
1: characters in it, Craig? Just the only character is Garnett, right? Garnett, who we killed in episode six, spoiler of season one, uh, played by Tom Everett Scott. We actually Mm -hmm. brought him back and he sends this new team on a new mission, which is sort of like one of the premises that we have in Z Nation is we often wonder like, what are the other people doing in the apocalypse? Because surely somebody else has some idea about saving the world and they're off doing their own, you know, they're off having their very own apocalypse somewhere mm-hmm. else. You know, they never meet our team, they never see them, but they're doing other stuff and probably trying to save themselves or save the people they love or save the world. So this kind of, we took that idea a little bit of a one step further with this, with this spinoff.
0: Right, right. So, I may have asked you this before. Are you guys already wrapped, or you know, whenever uh, like season four starts, or like halfway season through four or? wrapped? Uh,
1: we wrapped physical production, I think, a week ago. So now ah. they're just doing post production. So they're still doing editing and, and special effects. But principal photography is wrapped. Everyone's you know the the cast has gone home or wherever they go when when the show's mm-hmm. not shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we just wrapped about a week ago. So you're like the boss, right? <laughs> yeah carl's the boss i'm 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 ai am a higher up non-boss oh that's awesome so yeah, you know, I, it, it,
4: you're oh, the assistant
2: ahead. assistant to the regional manager <laughs> yeah. <Assistant> to, <laughs>
4: like, so what like inspires Dwight. you so what shows are you inspired by craig like what are you watching now that kind of feeds you
1: ideas or inspires you you know, I, I was just talking about this with my wife. I haven't been watching too much lately. Um, mm. First of all, we have a two-year-old, and I don't we don't watch TV around her right now. Yeah, uh, sure um, and then also I'm working on a couple other projects unrelated to Z Nation that I, I'm kind of heads down on those right now. I did just start watching um, Mine Hunter on Netflix. That's right, it's of, the David Finch Fincher. One. Yeah. I think. Which I'm I'm two episodes in and and very intrigued by it because they do a whole new kind of thing with serial killers, Um, which I you know it's it's kind of cool you know it's like set set in the seventies and stuff like that. But that's very inspirational because it's like oh here's a totally new way into the serial killer thing which has been done to death and you think there's no possible way that someone's going to find a new way into it and then you turn on your TV and there's just an amazing cool take on it that you never would have thought of before. So hmm. I like stuff like that. I'm trying to remember what else I'm watching.
4: You, are you, you a are big some, Game of Thrones fan?
1: Uh, you know, I have been. I um, I dropped off in terms of watching just because of the time. I I do this stupid thing where I read the recaps of the show to keep <laughs> up with it
5: because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't
1: not really keep up with it. Um, but yeah, like I was the hugest Game of Thrones fan. In fact, when that book first came out, um, and uh, George does not remember this conversation, but... I was working at the the sci-fi channel. I said, George, would you ever do Game of Thrones as as a TV show? And he said, no, I'd only do it if HBO (laughs) did it as some kind of really expensive uh, limited run show. And Mm -hmm. then when HBO picked it up, and originally it wasn't planned for like eight seasons, I don't think. It It was more like a limited run. I happened to run into him somewhere, and I was like, hey, do you remember this conversation? He's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I was like, well, it came true anyway. The thing that you said that you don't remember eight years ago came right. true uh game of thrones is a great show but i also like weird shows like i loved downton abbey when downton abbey was on because <laughs> of the um the plot and the characters it was so interesting to me that there's this world that i never was interested in yet i watched that show like it was my job <laughs> you right. know what i mean right, right. you know right. a lot of the, the superhero stuff i've watched uh you know a fair amount stranger of
0: stranger things have you seen that craig
1: oh stranger things is awesome stranger things is one of the greatest shows to That's come out way. like the last five years, I know, I know. I'm always, yeah. I'm always nervous when you when you have a great show that has a great first season, then kind of ends, and then they're doing it in season two. I'm like, are they going to be able to to make it as good? It's just to me, it's gonna and be every episode. Every as episode
2: uh, Matt goes. and I always laugh, it's, isn't <laughs> season two going to be Member Berries, the TV show? Yes. <laughs> I mean, because it's is uh, it looks like it's. I saw a picture the other day where. They're out trick-or-treating dressed as Ghostbusters, which is totally just for marketing. They just wanted to have those kids in Ghostbusters costumes. And they run into another like little like, three-year-old that's dressed with a Michael Myers mask. And you're like, <laughs> okay, here we go. It's, it's Member Barry's the movie or the
0: show. Here we go. <laughs>
1: that's pretty funny. Oh, you know what else I, I loved? Um, the first season of True
0: Detective I thought was amazing. Oh yeah, that was everybody fantastic. talks about. it. I, have, I haven't seen that, but I hear a lot of people talking about True Detective. The first
4: season is genius. The second season was they needed to make a second season pretty
1: quick.
0: It's like way worse. Yeah, <laughs> the second season was a little
1: bit tricky. I, I'm I'm one of the few people that I'm like, give them a third season. I want to see it. Um, I think but so. the f- the first uh, season, I'll tell you something interesting about me is I almost never rewatch TV. And I would watch an episode, and then two days later I would watch it again. I'm like, I just got to go back and watch it again. It was so good. Really? So yeah, so that was a that was a great one. But I love the dialogue, the characters. I'm also a big Lovecraft fan, and there's a lot of Lovecraft. I mean, how many modern crime dramas have Lovecraft references in them? You know, so. I
4: but it go. didn't go anywhere though. Ah, uh, that felt was like a mystery Built up to kind of a,
1: eh, of a flat ending. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm totally with you on that. I I did like the character ending they gave it. You know, it was mm. like afterwards they have those buddy buddy moments in the hospital. I'm like, okay, yeah, that enough. was kind of the that was kind of the ending, but. Yeah, you know, it was was really funny. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it if anyone hasn't seen it. But not only was it like disappointing, but they were like, "Yeah, we got this thing, but there's a big wider conspiracy out there that's even more horrible." And we'll leave that for someone else. And yeah. I was like what? Like that doesn't that doesn't jibe with what you know we just watched. But <laughs> it didn't but even I, follow
4: up in the next season. Anyways, we could talk about True Detective yeah. forever. But no, I thought it was but a that was a
1: great show because every yep. time that every episode ended. With some kind of amazing cliffhanger that made you, or moment, you know that made you like, I gotta watch the next episode. Did so they right. off, though, do they pay them off though, or right.
2: they do like Lost, or they never pay it off? They pay it off,
1: sort of. the The ultimate ending is a little disappointing, but the payoffs along the way are great. Right. Okay. So, and just the atmosphere and the writing and the acting is worth the price of it. Yeah, everything. I mean, the writing was super crisp, the directing was amazing, the acting was great. You know, and Woody Harrelson, like. He can be yeah. spotty. You know, some things he's great in, other things he's not. And this was like, he nailed this. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, that's kind of TV. I, li- I like drama. I like the interpersonal character stuff, which is like, you know, uh, what I try to bring to Z Nation. And so we talk about character moments and, you know, decisions that are going to be made. You know, like I said, when when the show started, it was mapped out that, like, uh, Garnett would be killed and that Warren would take over. And what mm. would that transition be like, And you know? Because that right, brings a whole right. new dynamic to the group, right? You just lost the main guy. Absolutely. And now, the sort of number two, the de facto number two, is becoming the de facto number one because she's the most capable. But she just lost her lover slash, you know, best friend. So, what kind of state is she going to be in to run the group? You know. Yeah. yeah. That stuff is really fun for me. That was yeah. a cool little twist. Absolutely. It was. So, you
0: know, hopefully Murphy's safe, you know, because it seems like he's losing the lead. Like you said, you know, losing his powers, and you got Lucy, and uh, hopefully Murphy's safe, (laughs) Craig. Hopefully Murphy's safe, because, you know, they they could change the lead on this. You know, just the way that you guys do the writing, and like I said, changing the rules, and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Hopefully you safe, man. <laughs> I
1: hope. Well, I would just say, you know, there's 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 prices to be paid for everything in Z Nation. So oh, Murphy, uh, you no. No. Well I'm not gonna say any particular character, I'm just <laughs> saying like, you know, I, I don't think by the time we get to the end of the season we'll be in the same place we are when we start the season. Which is we great. always joke too that we burn every you know, it's like, you know, how how soon after we show Zona, should we burn it down? Because everyone knows we always leave every place worse than we started. <laughs> you know, with, yeah. they always yeah. leave it worse than they found it. So.
2: It's like, it's like, is that that's the uh, they call that uh, Rick Griming? Yeah,
1: the place that, yeah.
2: where Rick he Brian finds disease. a beautiful a beautiful place and then it's wrecked.
1: That's yeah. true. I didn't like, well,
2: I guess we're job done here. I guess we'll move on. I yeah.
1: yep. Guess we'll I find guess the say, next thing to yeah. burn
0: down through our through our. Are, are good because we'll show up <laughs>
2: uninvited move in and burn it down
0: <laughs> you know i, I gotta say I, I don't think i've laughed so hard on z nation is when i saw doc's beard in episode one of season <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> oh, that was crazy
4: I'm, i, didn't, I couldn't tell giant. who he
0: was for a few minutes
1: yeah yeah i mean uh, that was and the hammers come on the double hammers that's yeah. great he was like swinging away with the hammers i gotta say you know russell he's, he gets those moments remember i think it was in um Season two where he's fighting that guy and you know, it's it and he like doesn't want to kill the guys like, you know, we don't have to do this, you know, and then he right. like ends up killing you know, Like Russell has this like quiet intensity and then is a supreme badass when he wants to be. He's like fun, jocular, kind of stoner hippie, and then he just yeah. like brings the hammers,
5: you know,
4: yeah, cleans
1: up, and then goes back to it. He's great. He's, well, he's yeah, a, and that a, zombie a... high in the uh, air shaft, I think sure, yeah, yeah,
0: one was one of my favorite scenes this week. Well. Yeah, yeah, I, I can you know, I, I guess my favorite moment of Z Nation is, is the bedazz- the bedazzled episode, the bedazzled, true, yeah, with uh with the three chicks, you know, and they were all like, no, sleep with me, doc, sleep with me, sleep with me, and, yeah. and you know, I know every guy that was watching that was like, you know what, I am all three at one time, you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> all that's all I can think about during because I was like, here you are in the zombie apocalypse, you got the three. Hot chicks. <laughs> it's just like, no, me first, me first, me first. and then Yeah, but see, you know, you're going to pay
1: for it if that happens. That's the thing about our show. You know, anyone who ever has a happy moment pays for it. So you got to watch what you want, what you wish for. Yeah, our that show. seems yeah, like it, worth the price, though. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, they ended up being like the crazy cat lady, you know, because you know, they, they, were, they were here beating of a pan and the zombies would all run off. And after, <laughs> yeah. They were sitting there feeding the zombies, which, uh, Doc, you know, w- would have been food, but. You know, that yeah. uh, that crazy location, I, I didn't see that, but I asked
1: about that. I'm like, what the heck was that? That's like a, I believe that's someone's just residence that they 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 made up like a sort of castle, just kind of cool.
0: Really, yeah, that is cool. You know, and we're not gonna keep you much longer, Craig. But I, I just want to give you a little bit of praise. You know, I, one thing that I like about Z Nation is you guys always have something fun with every episode, whether it be like last season, you you know, you, you got Doc sitting there kind of. You know, like the Delorean from Back to the Future. Oh, TV. sure, yeah. You know that scene. You know, and the cheese wheel and the bedazzler, and 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 it's just always something fun. You know, there's something serious. There's a good storyline, but you guys, do you know, go over the edge with, with some good comedy. Because who would who would ever think? And I talked about this last time. Just where you're watching a zombie show, and you got this old stoner hippie. Then all of a sudden, the damn Delorean. Comes <laughs> from the damn future and lands beside him. I mean, and and it's just like you, you couldn't you you can't write stuff that good. I mean, it's just epic. Well, apparently, you can. Well, I mean, you can, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. no two shows would ever even come close to what Z Nation does. Nobody could even. I mean, I mean, I mean there's nothing comparable. You know, you can't say Z Nation is a little bit like this or a little bit like that. You guys are, are on, you know. You're on the podium by yourself, man, and I think it's fucking awesome, man.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, and you know what i I appreciate that, that you uh, you can appreciate the show, and I also uh, got to thank you guys for helping to spread the word. You know, I think
4: um, our pleasure, man.
1: This season, for whatever reason, like a lot of people don't realize we're back. With the show, and it's been really a bummer because people like will ask me online like, "When's the Nation coming back?"
0: I'm like, "It's on right now. <laughs> like, turn your turn your TV to stop right watching." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so and, uh, you know,
1: and if you say your DVR, you help us spread the word.
0: Yeah, and, and like me, I said my which I knew it was coming on, but if you say your DVR's a show, you, you can forget when they're coming on, but your yeah, DVR yeah. will automatically pick that mess up. And you're like, "Oh yeah," but uh, yeah, dude, we will we will spread the word. You know what? Every week, you know, I'll remind. You know, j- just spread the word. Not not reminding yeah, people. You guys, but just awesome. Shout out Z Nation, yeah. And uh, you know, maybe we can get some stuff over at the Zombie Research Society because you know, those guys they, they have about a quarter of a million following over there, you know, and, and we do the show for them, so maybe we can get some literature up over there on their Facebook page to spread the words about, you know, season four's return. And I know that they've been posting a lot of stuff about you guys. But, you know, there there's a lot of fan Twitters and, and Facebooks. Uh, you guys have a you guys have a following this Pretty dedicated to Z Nation.
3: Oh yeah, no, they're
1: great. I think the I think the issue awesome. is that the the, the um uh, promo started a little later this year and we moved back a little later into October than we normally are. Um right. and I think um I you know, for whatever reason this year I've just seen a lot of people be like, Oh, I didn't know it was back on. I think when we didn't start in September, like, in the, in the early part, they just assumed it was moved somewhere else. You know, they didn't realize we were start- – because we started a couple weeks later than we normally do. You know, normally we start at the beginning of September or the second week. This time we started almost in October. We started the September 29th. So, uh, you know, that's that's been our, like, our biggest challenge after making the show is making people aware that it's actually back on.
0: <laughs> right. right. Reviews have been great. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's good, man. You guys had the biggest hearts and, and- – personalities and it shows and you know in in the final product but craig man thank you once again dude for you know year after year after year of giving us your time man and as you guys grow and get better and better and better and better and you know whether season one is phenomenal or season four is phenomenal man you guys are just spot on dude and craig dude you rock man z nation rocks (laughs) thanks guys i appreciate it thanks for having us
1: i'll talk to you again next season yeah Yeah, man see you
2: in a year man we still got zombies on the
4: show by the way before you get off we gotta, yeah. We gotta set that up one day. Yeah, we we're, gotta we're, do that.
1: We gotta do that all right. for sure. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks. thanks you so buddy. See you, Craig.
0: So, yeah, but man, I I look forward to Z Nation every week, and and it, it's just a, a fun time. Me and the boys watching it. Well, uh, you know, Freeman' mommy, she, you know, she likes Z Nation. Even little Chloe loves it. But uh, good times, man. You know, it's nice that those guys in Sci-Fi Channel gives us uh, time. You know, or gives us their time. You know, last year I remember I was I was a little tickled. And this year too, you know, you know we got some private messages from Sci-Fi Channel that says, "Hey, can you help us out here?" So you know, it kind of you know makes me happy for ZombieCast and you know me, you and Teddy, uh, of You know that you know to be asked by a network like that. And Norma. Were on the West Coast, yeah, and Norma. You know, to but to be able to spread the yeah. word you know, for a yeah. TV show like that. But it's definitely fun, man. There's definitely, you know, there's no two episodes alike, and there's definitely no similarities from that to any other show. Like I said, the way that they throw stuff in. But check it out. Check it out. So, Matt, you want to talk about the movie before we get off here, right? A movie. Let's it. get up. Let's get up. No, I saw uh,
4: I saw Blade Runner
0: 2049.
4: Now, no
2: spoils, because I am going to go see it, even though we totally spoiled it.
4: Oh, man, this is a weird situation. So I haven't been to a movie in forever, and I always hear about you guys talking about Should movies. Should
2: I hang up so I don't get spoiled?
4: No, I won't. I won't give up spoilers. spoilers man. because Spoil- No, I won't. Because the journey, like, this is definitely a journey movie. There's been people in the chat talking about Blade Runner. This thing's, like, two and a half hours long. And if you're going, okay, so if you're going into it based on the trailer, if you're thinking this is some, like, Marvel-like, sci-fi, action-packed movie. It is absolutely not. This is exactly like the first movie in that there are just long scenes of talking, long, very interesting scenes.
2: You mean it's boring Uh, as fuck? No. I
4: I didn't find a single second of this movie boring, but I can understand people who have. I mean, this the whole... Blade Runner to me is just—it's all about asking some really interesting questions about where we're going with artificial technology and stuff. So every scene plays into that. Um, the soundtrack—I was hoping the soundtrack would be just as good as the first. I think it is. Uh, in the theaters, it just like it rocks your face off with just like you know that. Have you seen the first one, Ted and Sean?
0: Oh yeah, I, I saw it. All right, I saw it back in the day. Yeah, like like when you know my stepdad, you know, watching like missing in action and. You know, uh, all these Vietnam movies. And uh, I never liked it. soundtrack's like... I never liked it as a kid.
3: Yeah, I mean, okay, so it's like... The soundtrack it on this sore thumb one is like me. the original, but a lot more edgier. Yeah, It's bombastic. Like, every
4: there's there's always scenes of, like, flying over a polluted city. And it's always like... Wah,
5: wah, 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 yeah.
4: And, like, the theater shakes. And I'm loving it because it's... Well, it's not dubstep at all. I don't think it's... It's very it's, ve- it's very it's unnerving. It's very <laughs> unnerving sci-fi dystopic music. And it sets the tone really well. So, I mean, I guess I won't... S- <sighs> no, I can't. Because half the fun is just finding out what the actual movie is about. Because the trailers give absolutely nothing away. You know Harrison Ford's in it. You know he's Deckard from the first movie. What? I know. But this... Okay, I can't say this. This is a direct sequel. At the end of the day... It can be a standalone movie you can go into without knowing too much, but you're going to be so much happier knowing what went on in the first, because everything connects to the first one. But the
2: first
0: with YouTube one around, to see this one. <sighs> now, now, could I go watch a, a three-minute summary on YouTube and be good to go to see the new one, Matt, or should I see, I think see you it should...
4: again? I think you should see it just so you know what kind of tone of movie you're walking into. Like, I don't I don't know if Ashton will like this. I don't know if your kids will like it. This is very much like a... This is a
3: thinking uh, man's sci-fi movie. Like the first one. Like I
4: don't it. want to even say thinking... It's kind of thinking man, but that sounds snobby. It's, it's, very, it's, a, it's very much a... It wants to sit down and discuss things with you, movie. And it wants you to, like, really think about what it's like to have AI and really think about the implications of that, you know... What if, you know, could AI replace your wife? Could you fall in love with an AI? Can you, can, are AI people, if they have memories and feelings? Um, and, no. it, well, I don't know, man. You gotta watch the movie. Maybe you'll come out the other end thinking something different. Ryan
2: Gosling's a robot. Oh, another thing, twist, you need right? to watch those three shows. Dude, you know Ryan Gosling's a robot. <laughs> <There are laughs> you know it's like
4: the first two seconds. There are oh, three okay. That's that not a spoiler. To I just,
2: I literally version. just, I literally just pulled that out of my ass thinking Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Robot. Tiger's right. There's some... No, you know what? Don't even watch
4: those shorts. There's some shorts you can watch going into it, but just go watch. into it with Virgin Eyes.
3: Watch the anime don't, one. Don't, because... Though. The anime no, one
4: is don't, bad. don't. The movie does a perfect job of giving you just enough information you need. So I mean, the setup is that uh, the Tyrell Corporation, which is the corporation in the first one, made a bunch of uh, replicants that uh, some of them didn't self-terminate, so they went rogue and they went bad. So they went bankrupt, but this new guy, Jared Leto's organization, bought them up and created a whole new set of replicants that are supposed to be better. And it's the job of some of those new replicants to track down the old replicants and retire them by basically shooting.
5: Ah.
4: So that's that's who uh, Ryan uh, Gosling is. He's just he's a Blade Runner. He goes around finding these old uh, machines that have refused to die and have hidden in off-world planets and stuff. So that's that's the setup, and then huge conspiracy uh that threatens to throw everything into question blah blah blah
2: just, this is kind like, of like uh it's kind of like the Mad Max Fury Road of this year where it's a it's a sequel to a like a 30-year-old movie and yeah. everyone says it's unbelievable and everyone loves it but these damn fool kids <laughs> don't know what Mad Max is so they don't go to the theater to see it and it just kind of does just okay when it should make a billion dollars
4: i think so you know, man it's it's, it's sort of the same thing movie. It's, it's, it's those a,
3: movie pass guys. It, it, it's yeah. basically people who really have short attention spans. They're expecting like a big popcorn action <laughs> movie.
2: Tiger Claw, you like the Transformers movies. I
3: like action movies, but Blade yeah. Runner is one of those movies that kind of like, uh, you know, it gets you hooked into the story and the visuals.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, the visuals are fantastic. This is, this is, I'm going to sound such snooty saying this. This is like a filmmaker's movie. Like, if, if you want to make films, this is, the t- like, the cinematography is fantastic. The soundtrack, it's, the writing, the storytelling, it all comes together.
3: It's an art house movie <laughs> with a big budget.
4: I mean, yeah. I, yeah, that's okay. That works. I'd agree with that.
2: Tiger Claw just out reviewed Matt. Matt, you should be ashamed. Yeah, I, uh, I don't
4: know where to go from here. I, Tiger Claw took it away. You uh, know, let's see it. You know, this film. I want you to see it? This film is directed by uh, a down. Canadian. You know that? But...
3: Ah, <laughs>
4: uh, I did not know that. I thought he, yeah, I know uh, he's a French I, guy, I, but I, I didn't don't know
3: how to name. pronounce his name. But he's he he's French Canadian.
4: <laughs> okay, well, I'm proud because uh, this is probably one of my favorite movies in a long time. Uh yeah, I can't say too much good stuff about it. It's just uh you know, like there's a lot of movies out there that are like going to McDonald's, you get there, it tastes delicious, but you come home and you're like, eh, that didn't really feel me. This is like going to the cake, man. It's like a fantastic meal, multiple servings, you're there for a long time and you come home going, Ah that 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 was nourishment. This film is nourishment. So go enjoy it.
2: Yeah, you damn millennials you don't know good movies.
4: <laughs> so that's my review. I just I, I love it so much. And I love the first one and I think it's definitely on par with the first one.
2: Well that's cool because I that's one of those movies I didn't have much hope for because I was like, is this one of these uh, shitty Sick? it's like Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here? What is this?
4: No, this does this tells its own story with what is was established in the first one. It's it's so good. So Well
2: that sounds cool and I I, remember- I didn't see any movies this week that I could think of to talk about, so I'm sorry.
4: Oh, no, don't be sorry. I rarely see movies. I'm just happy I could talk about something. I still haven't seen It. I'm not going to get a chance to see It. I'm not going to lie.
2: Well, that shit's going to be good. on video, like, in
4: December.
3: Yeah. So I just
2: wait. Yeah.
4: I saw Wonder Woman, but I think I saw it after all the hype, and I was kind of like,
3: yeah, it's good. But eh. You know, going back to It, I heard something about... <laughs> she's hot, man. Oh, she's I crazy they, hot. I heard that there was a deleted scene. I heard that there's a deleted scene that they had to cut because it was too disturbing. Yeah, and I hope
2: they put that back. They have
3: the they have extended DVD, and I
2: hope they put it back in. Yeah, Pennywise eats a baby, and I hope they put that back in the extended edition. Um, They said he does it, and there's a flashback before he's become a full blown clown, where he looks more like Bill Skarsgård, and he eats a baby. So I was like, well, put that. They're making like this DVD extended cut. It's like or uh, DVD Blu-ray extended, whatever. Put it back in there.
0: But it's 2017. Why why would they take that out? That,
2: that, that's just the MPW
0: like
4: bitched about it. Yeah, but the whole movie's disturbing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand when where they they take stuff like that out. There's only not... so much child
2: eating you can get away with in one film, yeah. I guess. Cuz it's that... not it's, it, it, this is like in your face child eating. It's not like implied. This is this mm. isn't like a child goes missing. This is repeated scenes of children being like devoured by a monster. Really, eh? Oh. Okay. Well, there's see, many,
0: I, you know you'll see. I I, see. one question that I, that I that I set out yesterday that I wanted to ask Craig, and I didn't even ask him. What the, what the hell? Kind I of how are you? I was gonna ask Craig when it comes to networks, why not the word fuck? Oh God, I didn't ask because well, he, he'll, he'll be Fier back Fier on. Said at last, re-inter- Fier re-inter- Fier Fier said it last night. That's such a <laughs> one, one time. time. They you know, thunder, thunder, man. God
2: damn it. That's overblown because they say fuck weekly on American horror story. So I'm <laughs> sick of this whole hype that they're saying it on fear and saying it when American
0: Horror Story says fuckity fuck every week.
5: Yeah. it's ridiculous.
0: Not, But I don't understand why AMC don't allow it. I agree with you, Ted. The one time, the one oh
2: one fuck they, just, you. they blurt it out on, on American Horror Story, you don't even notice it, it's just so regular. They just say, This
0: is this is fucked up. Yeah, you, know, you don't even notice it. Yep. And I'm not going to talk much about it. I want to get uh, I think it's Seth Tillman on sometime, uh, which is a fan of the show and a huge Fear fan. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's always reposting our stuff. I, I want to talk to him. Maybe is no such thing. A 15 minute segment. <laughs> the finale was actually pretty good last night. I'm not going to talk about it, but it was it was. Sean, like guys Sean. Sean's going back
2: it on it. His, Sean got you know converted a while ago, and now he's see going back. He's like a. He's like a he's like a uh, a you're sex addict like, fan, Sean. I said, I said I said he's like a sex, sex addict that swore never again, and we caught him down by the chicken coop. That's what's going on here. He's, he likes the uh, he's watching the fear and building the fear up again.
0: But one thing I didn't understand was like like watching the finale for Fear last night. You're watching Fear and you're watching Fear, and it was a two hour, or actually like a two episode uh, finale, and, and you're watching it and and. They show a trailer of The Walking Dead, and it just looked cheesy. I I, I don't understand uh, why they, 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 they don't look the same. No, no, nothing no, 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 against The Walking Dead, except it looks cheesy. But it had that soap opera. It had the soap opera
4: effect. Okay. Uh, can we just make a pact? I'm,
0: I mean, I'm ready? I'm ready for The Walking Dead. I, okay. I'm not going to
4: bash. Them. You were you were bashed the crap out of it last year, though. Like every episode, you were finding something fault with. And I, I believe that's in retribution for our fear of The Walking Dead. I just I just asked for a more open mind this time.
2: I didn't bash fear. I wanted to love fear. Fear fear is like the Phantom Menace. Like I was excited and I wanted to to love it, but I can't. It's not good. Travis came back last night. That's a load of bullshit. You're a liar. (laughs) He tried to he tried to get me with that. He tried to get me with that last night, and I'm like, no, he did not. Is that liar?
0: Is that true, Sean? Is that true? He was on last night's episode, I swear on my kids' lives right
2: now. Oh, doing
0: what? Doing what? Can't tell you. you. gotta watch it. I'm not watching it.
4: <laughs> Wait, a flashback, right? It was a flashback.
0: No, it wasn't a flashback. What's going on here? Uh, I don't know what to believe. But it, it was good. I'm, but you know what? I'm, I'm really ready. And check this out. I have a fucking wedding Sunday night, two hours from here, in the middle of fucking nowhere, to 10 o'clock. So in our super secret private chat, I've got to avoid it. So if I'm not... Chatting in there. I can't watch The Walking Dead until midnight. Mm. You got to stay on
4: Fox. Facebook, too.
0: Yeah. But well, when I'm at it, there's it's not going to though, so I don't enough. think
2: there'll be big spoilers in the first episode. It's usually more like the last episode. You got to really
0: Well, the, this is. All right. L- l- let's talk about this for a minute. It's, a, it's episode 100.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's that's right. In the comics, episode 100 was a big well, one.
0: 100 was big in the comics. That's when we got Negan and the Glenn. Yeah. So. Something big happen in this uh, season premiere, being that it's 100. They they they, they they're gonna do something, right? Or they got to do something. I guess they got to do
2: something epic since they I mean they're epic, you know, super epic. And you know they're re-showing as they do every episode, or they're, they're they're actually cutting Fear Fest, which everyone loves AMC Fear Fest. They're cutting Fear Fest in half so that they can re-show all 99 episodes of Walking Dead. Yeah. Like, why do we need to do this every single time The Walking Dead comes back where they show every episode in a row from the first one on? I mean, if they get up to season 30, it's going to be like, starting starting September 1st, 45 straight days of Walking Dead, every episode. I just don't know why we have to do this every time. And, <coughs> now, right, now, right. and now they're actually cutting into, like, a week of programming that people look forward to every year yeah. to now, show this. I
0: don't, I don't watch it in- – beginning to end ted but i gotta say whenever they do these marathons i kind of like to be in there you know cooking supper and just going there and just flip on and you know what it's, it's season four episode seven shit i, I mean, totally forgot about you know be good for them to do it and I'm like, like, we- and I'm like wow man this is uh this is I forgot about this. This is nice seeing this. I, I kind of enjoy it. But, yeah, like I said, I don't watch it beginning to end. But just flipping through, you know, hanging in for a couple episodes, going to bed, waking up, uh, well, let's see what's on AMC, where they're at now. And, oh, yeah, man. I I, I, I don't forgot I don't about mind, this guy. I don't mind yeah, them I doing that. I kind of enjoy that.
2: I don't mind them doing it. I'm just annoyed that Fear Fest, even though it is movies we've seen a thousand times, Fear Fest is just a fun thing to turn on every year and watch. You know, they show just Silver Bullet, and they're showing – you know, Halloween 3, and on and on and on, and then they're just saying, no, fuck, we're going to take a whole week of that out to show every Walking Dead, which they already did earlier this year when it came back in February. They showed every episode leading to that, and now they're going to show every episode again. So every time we get a new seven more episodes, they're just going to keep showing them all again and again and again and again. And I, like I said, I usually don't mind, but I mind this time because it's cutting into... Yeah. <coughs> It's you know what, Sean. It's like when it's like when Wimbledon. You bitched about this, and I know what you're talking about. When Wimbledon used to come on, and HBO was showing nothing but tennis for two weeks. Yeah,
0: motherfucker. When we were kids,
2: remember that shit? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. This isn't as bad as that, but that used to drive me nuts, man. When I was a kid, and nothing but tennis on on HBO for two weeks, but.
0: Ooh, uh, Zombathon said in chat. By the way, this is the Zombie Research Society's tenth anniversary. Maybe I should make some shirts to celebrate. Ooh. Let's do something big, Zombathon. Yeah, you know, the Zom- the society's been uh, very very nice to us uh, for having us, you know, kind of be the host and voice uh, on the airwaves for the society. L- l- let's get up and do something. You have a new book in the series, right? Oh yeah, Amra. See, Amra, the society's talking to you, buddy. Zombie Cast, the bridge, buddy. There it is. Which I got. Amrev. Amrev sent me a book, and I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna talk about it, and we'll have Amrev on, and uh, we're gonna be talking about his uh, new release coming okay. soon. And send me a bookmark. Thank you for the bookmark, uh, and also a book to give away mm-hmm. to one of the listeners. Could be you, Ted. Could be you. <laughs> but I, you know, and, and, and I, I am disqualified. Norma's not on here anymore, so Amrev. Uh, <laughs> I got a book out of him. Thank you, buddy. <laughs>
2: But can uh, we, get, are we can Norma call in and win the book? Can Norma just call in? Is Norma yeah. alive? I don't know.
4: What if she left another voicemail? Hint, hint. Yeah. Did
2: she?
4: Last, last week. Not Norma. This is not Norma. Norma's seen a lot of movies.
2: Yeah, Norma got a movie pass, and she's seen like every oh, movie man. in the theater like three times.
0: The director and the number one man that's a society. In control of everything, Zomathon said. ZombieCast is amazing. We will work something out, maybe exclusive with you guys. Dude, that would be awesome. Right on. Right on, right on. That, that looks, that looks amazing. It's pretty good. It's, it's good. Amazing. You know, I, I've, had, I've had a lot... I've had a few people to message me lately and said that uh, they've really enjoyed the flow, the <laughs> speed, uh, the fellowship of zombie cast the camaraderie over the last year said that zombie cast is just uh you know we come in we nail it we flow we do good we get the guest and uh i've had several thanks from people so thanks for all the zombies out there that do listen uh we do need some reviews uh those are always nice over on the itunes and uh stitchers and wherever and and i just want to say this before we get off can i say f stitcher radio yeah, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. That's a pain Stitcher in the. Stitcher Radio is, uh, you know, if, if if you just hand them your balls, they might do something good for you. But just, I mean, it's if you're paying top dollar, everything works right with Stitcher for your hosting. Yeah. But so many people that I know have so many problems with it, and and, and I'm you know, I understand everybody doesn't have Apple devices or whatever. But like, there's Downcast, there's uh the FM player. Oh, yeah, there's a hundred sites that has zombie cast. And for some reason, Stitcher is always a week behind. Yeah, it if, takes forever for it to ping. Like,
2: like, iTunes will ping the show, like, really fast. It'll be up there, like, the next day. But Stitcher, like, you'll you'll be, like, four episodes behind on there. Like, what's happening?
0: I, I don't understand it. it. It makes no sense. But if you, if you, you hear this, which, you know, the, four months from now when you get this episode on Stitcher... <laughs> Like, like i said th- there's and he's not joking that's true and, and, you know like, like i said there's fm player there's there's pod player there i mean there, there's so many sites that zombie cast is on. i mean literally there's a hundred different places that, that you can get the show uh but but stitcher radio is just something bonk about it and i've known you know and it's not just us and talk to our hosting site I, you know i've known so many people to have problems and and you know, a, a little bit of politics uh, about zombie cast was, was like whenever I first started knuckleball, knuckleball cast before it was knuckleball or radio, we used to pay. And I, and I think they have a one set price now. But the reason that I changed was we would pay Podbean and then they, they would put our shows everywhere. And then, you know, after being out six months and growing an audience, we would put a show out, and two days later, everybody that tried to listen to our show would say, this podcast has reached its maximum bandwidth. Unless they update the bandwidth, you have to wait for the next month to renew. So me and J.W. Andrews, yeah, it got to where it was like 130 bucks every three months. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and that was having 10 shows live on the feed. Like, like So when, whenever we had 10 shows live on the feed, I would always have to delete the oldest show yep. to upload the newest show. But with TalkShoe, which is totally free with us, all 271 episodes are live, and it costs us nothing, and and it works just as good. You know, we don't get all the crazy stats and you know all the the, the stuff that the premium people get, but we're not paying five hundred dollars a year for it. So, but for some reason, Stitcher, if you're using Stitcher, I would bail on it. And Stitcher, you know, they kind of store our show. And and I, and I think they bit theirself in the butt. I think this is the problem. They're the only. It's kind of like Netflix sh- streams movies, right? But only the Apple TV stores all the movies, and so it's a little bit different. But Stitcher's kind of the same way. They take all these feeds and store them in their own, home, own hard drive. And, you know, and podcast is just blown up. And I ju- I just think that they get behind and or shouldn't have done it that way. They should just use hosting sites to feed all the stuff instead of them trying to. Save everything and this and that and the other. And I remember on VGO, you know, John Jacobson used to always talk about, you know, that Stitcher was just weird with you guys sometimes over there, Matt, when you were over there. So if you got Stitcher, man, Bell Stitcher, man, find something else. Like I said, I I use Downcast on my iPhone. You know, I don't don't use the podcast app, but Downcast is really good. And I think it's for all devices. I think I paid like three bucks for it, but it it was Downcast is good. Mm -hmm. So thing i like about downcast is it has a a volume amplifier so even if you listen to a podcast that is not edited right you can turn it up above full volume to where you can hear it toward where where it just sounds better so you can actually up the settings of the volumes and stuff but bell stitcher thumbs up ZombieCast, leave us some reviews guys we love you guys thanks for all the support and zombathon thanks again man those kind words were uh, very nice in the zombie research society but uh, is that it, guys? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good, Ted? Are we good, Matt? I what, think up, what, up, good. what up? What up? Want to eat? Want we'll to eat? Want we'll to eat? Where'd Matt go? I don't let you leave. Oh shit! My mic's
4: been muted for the past ten minutes. I've been cracking <laughs> wise. I've been like, I just thought my yeah. jokes were falling flat as always. Oh okay. You oh, thought okay. I was
0: being a tiger, right? Just talking through. I you
4: thought, I mean, you were just you just kept talking over me. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not. uh, oh, I feel like. No, idiot. Man, how I how long I've been not been talking? I'm not. I will not tiger you, man. All right. Uh, Amrev asks. I want a job writing for a zombie horror website. Lol. Uh, dude, just zombiethon, man. They're they're always. I used to write for them for a couple for a year and a bit, uh, and then baby came, and I couldn't do anything free time. But he's right there, Amrev. Ask him. Yeah. That's such an awesome site. It's a lot of great stuff. A lot of good writers, and uh, he'd be a good fit.
0: Yeah. So, zombie the boss. He's the boss. So. Balls. Boss, so 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 there you go. Amrev and Amrev, the boss at the Zombie Research Society was just talking about, hey, you got a new book out, right? So that's good. So let's get to the wrap-up show. Uh, we, I, you know, I'm gonna give us a little shout out. Uh, be sure to follow Miss Norma Latte over on the Twitters. I know she's still over there. Norma four, five, yes. seven. And uh, Ted, where can people find you, buddy? can on everything.
2: The end. <laughs>
0: I can't. I, can, I can. Oh, I can Ted? A can Ted? I can't. Yep. That's T E D A K I N and Mr. Madam McFly. Where can people find you?
4: Yeah, Madam McFly M A T T O M C F L Y and next Sunday in Toronto for the No Sleep Podcast oh. Live Show.
2: Oh. Woo! Woo! Didn't see oh, rehearsing. so are you, you're you're gonna miss the new? Uh, are you gonna miss the new Walking Dead as well? Just like Sean over here? Oh, so you gotta a- watch it later. Yeah, I guess I have to, eh? Oh, man, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, you better call no sleep until I'm a Walking Dead zone. Like, <laughs> I'm off the show. Uh,
4: apparently, you could win a contest to have dinner with uh, the cast, which you can win dinner with me if you want. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Ted Ted's, Ted's won that already, like, a few
2: I've times. I've like, had dinner, like, three yeah, nights. Yeah, I won. Sean, Hooters, Sean's won Matt. the most out of all
4: of us, that uh, dinner with Matt. It's it's not that exciting.
0: Nah, I just met down a one-way street the it, wrong way.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right. It's I right. remember...
4: Uh, I remember that because Mariana's like, uh, I think you're on the wrong way. And Sean's like, that's that's the uh, the building that's that the building. Rick, that's the building that Rick was on. Like, uh, you're on the wrong way. <laughs>
2: oh shit! Oh, but by, by the way, I, I watched a cult of Chucky. I did watch a movie, but I'm not even to review the movie. But it's funny. The opening scene, and it, it's it's they film you know it's so much stuff in Atlanta. The opening shot of that movie is just this big crappy looking CGI shot of the Weston Hotel. Mm-hmm. It, and it looks so fake where it's like it looks like one of those bad B movie because it is a B movie. It's the curse of the cult of Chucky. But it's just this big shot with this fake moon and all this stuff. And then for some reason, I, don't, I guess they thought the audience doesn't know that that's located in downtown Atlanta because a guy's eating dinner in the Westin Hotel. And then he drives home and when he pulls his house, it's like a cabin in the snowing blizzard woods.
5: Mm.
2: And I was like, I don't think there's any blizzardy woods <laughs> like that near the Weston Hotel, but okay.
4: Yes, that that's the one problem with the uh, cult of Chucky.
2: That oh, well, there's there's many problems with cult of Chucky, but uh, <laughs> that's that was a uh, is a is a Atlantean native Atlantean that stuck. up. It was funny, but when I first saw the building, I was like, "There's that stupid building in downtown L.A. The U.S. Bank Building." I was like, "No, oh, wait a minute, that's the fucking Atlanta," because they they're both similar. They're round and they're kind of the center of this. You know, right? I get him confused.
4: Soakers. Oh, and uh, Debris coming out soon, hopefully.
2: They announced uh, on their Twitter today that the betas have been officially pulled down, and there will be big announcements soon. So, <laughs> that seems like... I guess that's a good sign, they said. Ted knows yeah.
4: more about the game I'm in than I do, by the way, which is funny.
2: Well, it's I follow the Twitter. You gotta follow the Twitter for all the latest Debris news.
4: All the Debris news, I know.
2: I mean, you're in the game, so I thought you'd get, like, a newsletter or something, but... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I, I don't.
4: How that channel. works. The... Anyways, that's me, Madam McFly. Mess-
2: message the director of the game and say, could you keep me in the loop, please?
4: Well I'll get us some uh I'll definitely get us some codes if I can.
2: Keep me in the loop, Mr. Director. No.
4: <laughs> Who are you? You're nothing to us now. You did your
0: work. Yeah. Oh, got it. Uh you can find me on Twitter.com slash freemadaddy 5 and my Xbox One Gamer Tag is Freeman Seven. Listen to my <laughs> Thursday night show, nine o'clock PM Eastern here at all games radio. Dot com, which is Knuckleballer Radio, which is kind of any topic cast. It's uh, more of a morning radio themed, like Zombie Cast, but uh, any topics. We just show up and talk, uh, which is always good stuff. Sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's very angry. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always a good time. You guys swing by, Ted. I always like having you on Knuckleball. You ain't been yeah, on one. I haven't been on that in a long time. Yeah, I'm not eating nothing though. No, I mean, normally. We <laughs> no, don't that normal Normal was the one who always wanted to eat the, eat gross things. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, guys, I guess uh, we can call it a wrap. I do want to thank Mr. Craig Engler, the co-creator and executive producer for Z Nation, and also from the Sci-Fi Channel, which is pretty awesome. And uh, thank you once again, Craig, for uh, allowing us your time and letting us uh, – Pimp some Z Nation for you, and mm-hmm. listeners, be sure to listen to Z Nation. Season four is out, as Craig said, uh, and, and spread the word of Z Nation. If you're not, if you've never watched Z Nation, it's a, always gospel. a fun show. Yep, and on Netflix, yeah, you can start with uh, season one. They're they're over there on uh, on the Netflix, so you can get caught up really quick. You know, and this, I'm telling you, there's there's no other show like it. I mean, it's, they pull stuff out of the air that uh, you would just never think of, and uh, but. On behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network and our executive producer Tiger Call, hmm. Tanakin, and, and myself, Freeman, Daddy Five, we call episode 271 of Zombicast Z Nation Totora. Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That bitch! Y'all are just looking at your mics like, "What the fuck What's is he doing?
2: doing?
0: Is, it, is he okay?" <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs>
2: Good This Freeman
4: guy is a crazy man. <laughs> I'm only going to do two more episodes with him before I go off on my own.